0: This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red podcast, or should I say the latest airport podcast with me, Ian Doyle. Joining me today is Christian Walsh. Hi, Christian. I think it's still today. What day is it?
0: I I don't know, Ian. I don't know. Um, I am suffering from a severe lack of sleep. Uh, I'm hungry. I'm cranky. I want a pint and we're sitting on an airport floor because God knows when we actually get to our intended destination true uh,
1: an airport that is being rebuilt and, re- and, and re- renovated just to, as, as we're actually in it as well so it is as they say one of those however let's be perfectly honest we are going on to covering Liverpool the, no ones these, no these are just uh, observations as I've said this is merely explaining what is going on now we were due as uh, Christine has just said to be in Notre Dame uh, in South Bend in Indiana round about round about now isn't it yeah, we should we would have been leave. there we yeah. would have been there round about now but in indeed no we wouldn't we would have been writing <laughs> up our stuff was we as, as we normally, we'd be recording this podcasters, but we would have been that's, doing. That's it true. Instead, we're doing it here now. As you all know, Liverpool are on tour in the United States. They arrived on Tuesday in South Bend. They trained yesterday. They also trained today. Uh, one thing we can tell you that it's bloody hot here, isn't it? It's very, very warm, and they're expecting it. Obviously, we're here in New York at the moment. We've been outside a little bit. It has been stiflingly hot, and it's going to be even hotter. Uh, when Liverpool actually uh, are preparing for the game certainly during the uh, training session tomorrow they're holding an open training session uh, followed by the press conference then there's the game on Friday might be a tiny bit cooler
0: on Friday but it's still going to be 38 during the day and that's almost 100 degrees Fahrenheit Christian I love the fact that we've been reduced to talking about the weather because we've been on planes all day no but it's it's, it's, it's very (laughs) much it's it's a valid point it, it, it is a valid point and you know, Jürgen Klopp is a manager who he has that sway now where he can basically decide where Liverpool will go on these pre-season tours to an extent and he went to America last season, he's gone to America this season and I think part and parcel of it is one that facilities season two, the, the, the climate that they have to acclimatise to. You can imagine that they'll be doing a lot of uh, double training sessions over here. Uh, they'll be doing a lot of um, you know, work in terms of building up the fitness after after the, the summer off and doing so in this heat will, will, will only serve them well further down the line. Um, but you know, it's, I mean, it's always one of those, isn't it, where
1: because they're playing in such heat and in such conditions that when they actually then get back to well I know they're going to Evian uh, after this tour they then play a game at Murray Field in Edinburgh against uh, Napoli then they go to Evian where it won't be as hot as this I don't think but it will still be warm but when they then go into the actual games themselves the weather will be slightly better for them and they should adapt a lot easier
0: Yeah and you know let's not forget that the last competitive game Liverpool played was, was for me Played in a sauna as well. It was a bit bit toasty. Yeah, I don't don't know if that really came across sometimes on on, on television, especially. But um, you know, it was very, very warm, and I think that contributed to the bitty type of game that we saw, as well as nerves and as well as the tactical cancelling out of each other. Um, We're now talking about a game that was seven weeks ago. Yeah, we (laughs) we really are struggling. We'll talk talk about the
1: in-flight entertainment soon. Well, I I got all the way way through the King's Speech part from the last nine minutes. Was very disappointed. That's probably the best part as well, apparently. Well, last I I've not minutes. seen it. Yet. I, mean, well, I, I want to say I'm very disappointed. I'm disappointed not to have seen the end. The film was very good. Mm. Don't ruin it for me, Bella. I way. wasn't
0: allowed to watch anything because there was a small toddler who kept on kicking me next to me, um, which was fine. Lovely, polite young girl, but just had very, very restless uh, legs. And this is the kind of colour that our
1: listeners want to—they want to know about, well, don't
0: they? Well, mm-hmm. a bit this more colour.
1: This is the life and times of
0: the travelling journalist. Exactly. A bit, a bit more colour for you. I really wanted to watch some scenes on that in-flight entertainment, but I couldn't because if she casts a, a gaze over from. <laughs> Dumbo and sees you know some fella slicing some other fella's head off. That's not good. It's not, no, well, it's, you, it's not You good. should have
1: watched what I watched, which was the Lego movie part two, yeah. which was very good. Very good. I've seen the first one, I was impressed with the second one. I just
0: wanted to see guts and gore to be honest. But, uh, but moving back on to Liverpool, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that he's is, is, is important because the, the thing is they, they played in Asia before, um, of course, he played in Hong Kong in 2017, was it? um but with that heat also comes monsoon conditions and much more unpredictable i know obviously we're delayed because of thunderstorms at the moment but in general the 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 weather and the climates is a lot more unpredictable there they couldn't train or the the pitch was certainly not able to be trained upon in hong kong whereas you know you've been to america as well many times i've been uh, covering a tour before the, the the facilities are pristine. That's, the why the team, are that's, fantastic. Why, that's
1: why the teams come out here. Ameri- America, are obviously, renowned for its sporting facilities. And Notre Dame uh, is actually a university town. It's a university campus, which is where Liverpool are training at the moment, and they'll be playing the game in the stadium. I think what's the stadium? About ninety thousand. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's big. And it Sorry. literally is a university stadium. Mm. This is which is something that is unique to American sports. It's where the the college football team, as they say, we say gridiron, wouldn't we? Or mm. American football. That's where they play. Um, so, Liverpool can expect, you know, that the facilities will be good,
0: that's why they're here, but it's also about spreading the word as well, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is, and already you've seen some nice photographs and, and, and pictures taken uh, of, you know, Jordan Henderson, Virgil van Dijk, Jeannie Wijnaldum, devo Origi, all these Champions League winners, all of these Champions League heroes from Madrid, meeting the fans, and and, and, and it's really important for, for, for the US uh, supporters to actually get to see them up close and personal. I remember coming in 2014 and it was when they just very, very nearly won the league with Brendan Rodgers and Luis Suarez because Suarez had gone by that point when they arrived in, in the US. But uh, it was really such a shame because you could feel that that connection between the fans and, and, and the players. Um, it's interesting how it's developed, I suppose, because I remember in 2014, I mean, th- this was when there was a lot of commercial um Resist- ups there was it no. a bit of resistance to it at the time from supporters but now it
1: seems to be more of a considered
0: a I, part of the whole package yeah of, exactly it? and yeah. I also think that Liverpool have nailed their commercial prospects in general over the past couple of years so they don't need to as was the case in 2014 take Ricky Lambert and Lucas Lever out of training, well not out of training but in between the two double training sessions They'd go to a Dunkin Donuts to meet Gulpy the Cup or whatever his name was so <laughs> they don't have to do that anymore because they're earning commercial revenue in other ways so what they can do is focus on the training and also meet some fans in a more natural environment where you haven't got a massive oversized Dunkin Donuts cup in the picture as well I wish, I wish I'd have been there for that it was terrifying
1: was it? Yeah. it's it as really terrifying good. as Mighty Red though I mean regular listeners will know that I am a little <laughs> yeah. bit I'm genuinely I would not want I, to be I'm in just, that suit yeah who is though um, I've, all I'll say is I've never seen Mighty Red and Tony Barrett in the same room is all <laughs> I'll say and that's something I'm pretty sure I've got I've got theories about this should we try and get him on a podcast this week and ask him well he won't be able to do it will he because doing Mighty Red or, T- or Tony Barrett <laughs> 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 well you mentioned some players then actually going back to the football because mm-hmm. we will have to talk about it um, is that it, this tour will be a first chance for fans to see the likes of Jordan Henderson Virgil van Dijk Andy Robertson said he, he thinks he's going to be fit to play uh, Trent Alexander Arnold and Gini Wijnaldum because they have, have ended their breaks they've linked up with the team at the weekend the squad I should say at the weekend didn't feature against Bradford it was a bit too early but we can expect them to all be if not all of them and certainly almost all of them to be playing on Friday against Borussia Dortmund and you can sense that you could argue that the Tranmere and the Bradford games were kind of hit out it was kind of you know warm-ups to the big, bigger mm. warm-ups and the step have been classed from those two uh, League One League Two opponents which are no disrespect to them certainly not to Bradford who I thought put quite a good game against Liverpool on Sunday certainly in the second half but it's pretty a dorm when it's severe it's sport in Lisbon these are games where you've, Liverpool it is a friendly it's not a competitive match but the way these things go now everybody reads everything into every performance and every result Liverpool Will need to be seen to be, if not beating these teams handsomely, but certainly they can't afford to be losing to them in any kind of embarrassing way because it just it doesn't really affect anything other than the actual possible morale and the way the team is seen.
0: The Champions right. of Europe, yeah. Uh, so and they're going to be there. Got... They're going to be there to be got out, aren't they? Yeah, of course. I mean, even, in Lidl- a... even in a friendly, people yeah. will want teams will want to put down markers, players will want to put down markers against the Champions of Europe. You know, there will be players there in the Sevilla, Dortmund and Sporting teams who are vying for a first-team place at their respective well, clubs. Sporting Lisbon will be Rafa Camacho, of course. Yeah, of course. And so there will be that real desire against the European champions to, to, to put in a good performance. I mean, it, it happens every year. It, you, you can go one or, one or two ways in terms of the pre-season debate. I remember years and years ago, Liverpool, um, it was after they finished second under Rafa, and they had the pre-season afterwards, and you could tell something wasn't right. You could tell. I think they went to Espanyol and got absolutely uh, turned over. I think it was 3-0. It was the first game in their new stadium. Um, and you could just tell something wasn't right. And, and, and lo and behold, it, it, it moved on into the season. But well, you can, can contrast that to, I was there in 2006
1: when they went to Mainz. And got beat 5-0. Uh, and I think it was a Friday I'm sure it was a Friday night it was know? it was a Friday was. night and it was
0: hot then as well and of course that season they went on to reach the Champions League final yeah exactly so it, you, you can look at, at it and find whatever you want in it I mean of course nothing will ever sort of bring up the true dichotomy of it as much as Liverpool 4, Barcelona nil, Mainz 4, Liverpool nil. that that in the space of 24 hours that just goes to show you this is how Jurgen Klopp takes these games but at the same time they had a really good pre-season behind them last season I know they lost to Dortmund but they absolutely Uh, hammered Manchester United eventually, with obviously Shaqiri putting the cherry on the cake with the fantastic little bicycle kick. I think it's also important to to get minutes and legs. It's it's important to build up confidence. And I think at this point, you know, the front three are the front three, and Mm. we know what they're capable of doing. And don't get me wrong, it's not that they they, they don't have to turn up to Melwood. They they still have to earn the right to play. But I think it's important now that you're going to have Alisson aside. The back four, back five, whoever you want to, you know, all the, the defenders are back. The midfield in general look like the back. They're the parts that will make Liverpool function. You've got the front three and they're absolutely fantastic, but a lot of the success that was founded in Liverpool season last season was in the defence and in the midfield to a degree. So it's good that they're all back together. They don't have to change much. This is the, this is the. This yes, is the thing. they don't have to it, are not Yeah, and it's it's also it's not even a shame again, lads, because. Jürgen Klopp is always adapting he's always changing he's always you know, coming up him and his coach and staff are always coming up with new, new ideas but what do you tell a team who just won the Champions League and got 97 points in the Premier League yeah, there's, there's not much more you don't want to change too much and it'll be interesting to see if he does make any tweaks what tweaks
1: they will be well, the interesting thing you mentioned then about, about pre-season is that Jurgen Klopp has already come out and said this is a difficult pre-season for him in terms of there are so many players coming back and important players coming back at different times. We've mentioned the five who, who came back at the weekend. We've mentioned the, the three who are going to be coming back when they go to Evian. And that doesn't even count Sadio Mane, who were led to believe, certainly reading into what Jurgen Klopp said today, is that because he's playing in the African Cup of Nations final on Friday he gets three weeks off, he's not going to be back. Yeah. He won't be back for the start of the season. And he's juggling all of that. And there's also the fact that we've seen last season the margin for error at the top of the Premier League is absolutely minute. You need to hit the ground running. Liverpool think they won the first five games. They think they only dropped points in two of the first 19 games or something like that. And they still ended up finishing second. Mm. And getting through the Champions League group just about got through it. But this year, they've got the Community Shield, they've got the, the Super Cup, and that's before the end of August. Yeah, the games so are coming thick and fast. They, they are just going to have to hit the ground running, and while these players, the likes of Allison and and Salah, not having that big of a gap in terms of a break, say three weeks in the old in the old days, they'd have like almost three months off, wouldn't yeah. they? That just doesn't happen anymore to any of the players. It's that they might hit the ground running, yeah, but then a couple of weeks into that, they're going to have to go through like a mini pre-season I think that happened last year to a couple of the players after the World Cup which is why at the start of the season if you remember Firmino wouldn't say he was struggling but he wasn't quite the same Salah exactly the same which is why Mane who for whatever reason had got himself fitter than the others he was able to take on the you know, responsibility so it may be a case of as you just mentioned then talking about the defensive midfield it could be a case of Origi taking on early responsibility you could have said Shaqiri, it might still be Shaqiri because we expect he's going to be fit before the last few games few warm-up games is there going to be opportunities to some of these youngsters when I say youngsters, looking at Ryan Kent and Harry Wilson, they're the players who've played in the Europa League last season finished second in the in the Scottish League played at Wembley in a playoff off final these, these are youngsters, but the youngsters with experience, maybe not at the absolute top level but at a level which suggests that they are perhaps ready to see whether they can make that step up, which perhaps a couple of years ago they couldn't. And because of those absentees, which even if Firmino and Mane and Salah start the games, they're not going to be finishing them. They're not all going to be starting every game. those early games. Certainly not. Some of them probably won't feature in the Community Shield against Manchester City. We haven't even mentioned Rian Brewster as well. He's somebody who still hasn't played a competitive game for the club, but he scored three goals in two friendlies which you've got to bear in mind as well that his only other time he's had first team exposure around first team players it was 45 minutes in a game in Sydney uh, a couple of years ago when Gerrard and Carrick were playing for yeah. Liverpool it wasn't quite a, a, a proper game as such so it's an opportunity for them and these three games against top quality opposition and that's what they are if maybe you could say not absolute toppest quality and we don't really know in terms of their respective warm-up programmes where they are in comparison to Liverpool, they'll be amazed if they're behind because Liverpool still only played those two games. It's going to be an opportunity for them to prove that they can help Liverpool hit the ground running, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and, and they need to. And, and they've, they've been helped out with the transfer window situation whereby Liverpool will have to make a decision on players like Wilson and Kent in terms of loan deals. And you know it's going to be hard to see how Liverpool, with the players not back the first team players not back until they are how they can you know loan out one two often because it, 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 it's I'd expect maybe one of them to go but one of them to stay and, and, and ultimately it's a real opportunity it's a real audition for Brewster Wilson and Kent to say at the very least give me a place on the bench at the very least give me a start in the community shield because I certainly will still be on his holidays probably because um, obviously it's a three week gap Shale will have only been back what? four days. For me, no four days. Um, so this is that. This these are the times that you know to Wilson, to Kent, to Brewster. This is an opportunity to say, "Look, Egan, it's a community shield. It's a big game. It's a trophy. You've got to do something. Pick me." And um, it could also be an opportunity for us to go and get a pint now. I think we
1: deserve one. We do, and we may get to South Bend in Indiana at some point before the game starts. Yeah. Cheerio.